What's going on, everybody? Kyle Krabs locked on Dolphins. The Dolphins' initial 53-man roster is in. How did our final projection do? What players made the cut? Which players did not? Did Byron Jones get activated to the active roster? We're going to talk about all of that and where the Dolphins go from here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. You are locked on Dolphins. Your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, your host here on Locked On Dolphins. It is our third episode of the week. I'm not going to say it's Tuesday or Wednesday because we're recording with the Dolphins having released their initial 53-man roster I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, director of scouting at thedraftnetwork.com. I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day. It is currently 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Tuesday, August 30th. It's our third show of the week. And uh, today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. And the Dolphins getting out in front of the 4 p.m. deadline to get down to 53 players, wasting little time throughout the course of the last 24 hours or so to trim their roster to 53. There is some big news that is a part of this puzzle. Uh, There are changes that are going to be made. Rest assured, there will probably be a free agent signing at the cornerback position. We may see some waiver claims placed. We may see a, a player or two put on injured reserve. There's a lot that's going to change, but the headline being, uh, for a lot of Dolphins fans, Byron Jones was placed on the physically unable to perform list. Therefore, he does not count on the 53-man roster. There's 53 players, and then there's also Byron Jones over on the side as a, a PUP. Uh, addition, which means he will not be eligible to play for the first four games of the 2022 season. Home against New England, at Baltimore, home against Buffalo, and in Cincinnati, Byron Jones will not be eligible to play in those four games. So when I say the Dolphins are probably going to add a corner, rest assured, I think that is the case. And I think you can read the tea leaves with some of the other maneuvers that the Dolphins have made. And you can see one pretty clear space in which the Dolphins could very easily open up an active roster spot for a corner via trade or via street free agency or via a waiver claim. Um, The Byron Jones news is disappointing. Uh, It's frustrating. It's not great for Miami, but I will say this again. If you could pick two wide receiver rooms across the NFL to match up with, knowing that you were not going to have your second best corner, New England and Baltimore would be close to the top of the list. Now, it hurts you greatly against Buffalo, and it hurts you greatly against Cincinnati. It probably hurts you worse against Cincinnati than what it does against Buffalo. But let's take this thing one week at a time. And looking at the Dolphins, they kept five corners and five safeties. Let's see. Let's start there. We'll do, we'll do the, the defensive side of the ball, and we're going to start in the back seven. The Dolphins kept Xavier Howard, Noig Benogany, Nick Needham, Keon Crossan, and Cater Kohu. Those are the five corners. And then they also kept Javon Holland, Brandon Jones, Eric Rowe, Elijah Campbell, and Clayton Feshnall as their five safeties. So 10 DBs 
In the linebacker room, they kept five stack linebackers. Jerome Baker, Elan, and Roberts Channing, Tyndall, Duke Riley, Sam McGuavin. No surprises there. And on the defensive front, nine total defensive linemen, including your edge rushers, Raekwon Davis, Christian Wilkins, Zach Sealer, John Jenkins, Emmanuel Akba, Melvin Ingram, Jalen Phillips, Andrew Van Giggle, Trey Flowers. That's your defensive side of the football for your Miami Dolphins. Uh, no surprises here. The only player on the initial 53-man roster projection that we had on that did not make it was Byron Jones going on the PUP. And as a result, the extra defensive player is Clayton Feshla uh, as a result. So a uh, pretty good representation from the 50, final 53-man roster projection, which came out uh, about this time yesterday when the Dolphins first started making cuts. We said, hey, we're, we're going to get out. We're going to get this show out. And, and surely they won't burn us with any breaking news while we record or shortly after we post the show. And Sony Michelle was cut. Sony Michelle was, of course, on that. And uh, a whole bunch of you guys thought it would be fun to let me know that the projection was wrong. <laughs> Within 30 minutes of posting that it, it, that uh, that news had come out, Sony Michelle, of course, being on uh, for the running back position. But if we're just going to focus on the defensive side of the ball, uh, I feel really good about what you have minus Byron Jones. Here's the good news. And I know this question is going to come up a bunch. Where do the Dolphins go from here? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, you have a couple different options. I know Drew Rosenhaus had mentioned a few weeks back that if – Byron Jones suffered a setback that Joe Hayden would be, quote, a very good fit, and that discussions and interest mutually had existed in the past between Joe Hayden and the Dolphins camp. So that's one player to watch. Uh, Logan, why am I blanking on the, Logan Ryan, geez, Kyle, come on, man, knock the rust out here. Logan Ryan was waived by the Bucks. Uh, that seems to be a player that there is some enthusiasm. He is not subjected to waivers because of his tenure in the NFL. Uh, there's some enthusiasm within the Bucks beat that that is a player who will have a strong chance to get back on the Bucks roster on Wednesday to some, in some capacity. But if I'm the Dolphins, there had been previous interest, just like Drew Rosenhaus had shared, there had been previous interest between the Dolphins and Joe Hayden a couple years ago. There was mutual interest. Uh, from both sides with Logan Ryan and the Dolphins back in 2020, I believe it was. As a nickel corner, if you're going to move Nick Needham outside to play the other outside corner spot and you want a third corner that's not Keon Crossan, Logan Ryan at this stage of his career, he's a lot like Eric Rowe. He's got some corner safety flexibility. Uh, he had played with the New York Giants. That's... um. He's experienced in the system. I think there's some interest uh, there as well. You could go with a couple different older options as well, street free agents that are still out there. You could potentially try to work a trade uh, between now and probably 4 o'clock uh, when the roster cutdowns are finalized. That would probably be the ideal, team to, ideal time to do that. Or you could pick somebody up off waivers tomorrow and free up a roster spot uh, by making another transaction. What I don't want Dolphins to do is panic, because it's very easy to say, well, Xavier Howard was limited in practice, and Nick Needham was limited in practice, and Keon Crossan got banged up, and Byron Jones on the PUP, gloom and doom, the sky is falling. Da -da -da. Like, week one's about two weeks away. You got two weeks to get ready to play a football game. 
And I promise you, I'm not promising you the Dolphins are going to win the football game outright, but I will promise you the corners will not be what loses you the football game against the New England Patriots. The corners will not be what loses you the game against the Baltimore Ravens. Now you can get into Buffalo and Cincinnati and have a conversation that's a couple weeks away. That's a month from now. So, does it stink? Yeah, it stinks. But we missed one player, one spot, technically. You have Clayton Fezlum that was on. We left him off. Uh, we had Byron Jones off. He's off because he's on PUP. So that's the defensive side of the football for your Miami Dolphins. The specialists stay chalk. Three specialists. Kicker, punter, long snapper, Jason Sanders, Thomas Morstead, Blake Ferguson. What about on offense? I'm glad you asked. But before we get there, let me tell you about our friends over at LinkedIn Jobs. As you gear up for the fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs and reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame on your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs Helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Also have to tell you guys about our friends over at Price Picks. Price Picks is the daily fantasy sports experience that is changing the way that you play. It's you versus the house. It's not you versus a bunch of other people. And that's a really interesting layer and new experience to be able to string together parlays for individual player statistics as set by prize picks. For example, you could say, I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes to throw for over 320 passing yards, Tyreek Hill to catch more than three and a half balls, Cooper Cup to score more than a half a touchdown, and Derrick Henry to rush for less than 85 yards. And if you hit, you can score up to 10 extra money with any entry playing against the house. It's you versus the house, not against other people. Prize Picks offers projections for any sport that you want to watch, including football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, college sports, soccer, esports, car racing, tennis, MMA, mixed martial arts, boxing, disc golf, cricket, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy with safe and fast withdrawals currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepick.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users receive a 100% instant deposit match on up to $100 with promo code locked on. So if you put 100 in, they're going to give you another 100. If you put 50 in, they're going to give you another 50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100 today. The offensive side of the ball. Uh, we missed three players on the offensive side of the ball. The players that we missed on the projection that we put out yesterday were Lynn Bowden Jr., Solomon Kinley, and Sony Michelle. And in their place, the Dolphins kept Miles Gaskin, 
versus the initial projection that we had. Uh, tight end Seathan Carter and tight end Tanner Connor, which is the big surprise. Uh, so a quick read through of everything that the Dolphins have on the defensive side, on the offensive side of the football. A quarterback, Tungavaloa, Bridgewater, Thompson. They kept three. At running back, they kept four. Edmonds, Mostert, Gaskin, and Ahmed. Fullback, they kept Alec Ingle. Their pass catchers, tight end, they kept five. Mike Gusecki, Hunter Long, Durham Smythe, Seathan Connor, Tanner Connor. Seathan Carter, Tanner Connor. I got to split those two up. Uh, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Cedric Wilson, Trent Sherfield, Eric Ezukanma. On the offensive line, they kept eight. Toronto Armstead, Liam Eikenberg, Connor Williams, Robert Hunt, Austin Jackson, Greg Little Swing Tackle, Michael Dieter, Interior Utility, and Robert Jones. That is your Dolphins' 50, initial 53-man roster. And again, the three that we missed versus the projection yesterday were Kinley at guard, Bowden at wide receiver, and Michelle at running back. So this is a pretty interesting dispersion of talent. Uh, five tight ends is an eye-opener. Gusecki, Hunter Long, Durham Smythe, Seathan Carter and Tanner Connor. Tanner Carter's uh, Tanner Connor. Tanner Connor has been banged up uh, the last couple of weeks, and he's a UDFA from Idaho State, transitioning from wide receiver. This, for me, is the obvious spot. If you find a corner that you want to add to this room, Tanner Connor after making the initial 53, and I was going to hold off. I was going to hold off on doing the podcast for a couple hours in the event that a maneuver does happen between now and 4 o'clock on Tuesday afternoon. But the Dolphins put out the announcement of the initial 53. And I said, okay, if it's good enough for the Dolphins to do the official video graphic and scroll player by player and show what number they are and introduce the, the fan base to the initial 53, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to base it off of that. And if breaking news happens between now and when you are listening, and you are listening on Tuesday night, or if you are listening on Wednesday morning, this is your disclaimer. That this is being recorded immediately on the heels of the Dolphins introducing the active roster. Uh, I will say this. Tanner Connor is the obvious spot. If he is banged up, he is a player that you did not want to expose to the waiver wire. Okay, you found a way to push him through. Now, where do you go from here? You've left the door open for him to play this season as well. Why don't we find a corner to acquire? Connor apparently has a brace on his leg. We could put him on injured reserve now, now that 53-man roster cuts have been made, and the Dolphins can figure out what to do with him as the rest of the season plays its way out and the Dolphins have the opportunity to have attrition impact their roster and find ways to say, hey, Tanner Connor's ready to come off, but Byron Jones is now back from the PUP. We also have this other corner. Did we have an injury somewhere else that opens up the opportunity? And if not, you could presumably leave Tanner Connor on IR or figure out some other kind of designation on what to do with him. 
But the fact that they found a way to push him through, I think, is taking advantage of the unexpected nature of Byron Jones being on the PUP. And I certainly would be surprised if you rolled into game week against New England with five tight ends at your disposal, uh, plus a fullback. And Lance Zerline, who's who's a friend in the, the industry and works for NFL.com, um, made the observation on social media. It kind of surprised to see the, the magnitude of fullbacks and tight ends that the Dolphins kept on their roster. Well, he's not wrong because it's an abnormal amount. But when you look at it this way, I think there's three different subtypes of these utility players, uh, these utility offensive weapons. You've got your fullbacks and H-backs, which are players that are primarily lined up in the offensive backfield. You've got your wide tight ends, which are guys who play with their hand in the dirt. And then you've got your F or flex types who are usually detached from the offensive set because their strength is not playing in line, in traffic, and having to handle defensive line. And I think you've got a, a, a starter and an, a backup option in each one of those niche roles. Uh, you've got your, your flex type. Gasecki is your obvious flex weapon. And Tanner Connor is a wide receiver trans, uh, transition, fits immediately behind him. It makes sense. Then your fullback or F types, remember we talked when we talked on Monday about uh, the Dolphins' preseason contest against Philadelphia. They ran Seath and Carter out there and said, hey, you're going to play fullback and you're going to play H-back. Let's see what you can do as a blocker in the backfield. So you've got Alec Ingold and his apparent backup is special teamer Seath and Carter. And then you have your hand-in-the-dirt Y tight end types, and it's Hunter Long and Durham Smythe. And if you prefer to put Durham Smythe first, feel free. Uh, I think before the end of the year, Hunter Long will have surpassed Durham based on his skill set and uh, what his potential is. And I certainly hope that to be the case because I think the ceiling is much higher with Hunter Long, and I don't think the floor is that much lower either. So that for me is how I choose and am able to negotiate five tight ends and a fullback because that is a very large number. You have more tight ends and fullbacks than you do wide receivers on the roster. But remember as well, it's going to be a run-heavy offense. There's going to be a lot of effort to run the football. And with the speed that you have as the complementary weaponry to that, it makes sense to have physical players. So you effectively have your starting three, your top three wide receivers in Hill, Waddle, and Wilson. But even your other two wide receivers are big physical types in Sherfield and Ezekama. And I think that's a really fascinating blend of skills to say, hey, we have all this killer speed, but then we also have all these size weapons too. And Miami, you know, they, they went out and they prioritized a bunch of big physical offensive linemen on the previous regime. But they do have physicality, too. So you've got size and speed now on offense. And how that all fits together and seeing how they choose to piece that together is, is going to be really fun to watch. But uh, uh, you, you've certainly got a good feel for the identity of the offensive side of the ball from a personnel standpoint. And they've kind of told you there's, some con there's been some context clues in the preseason. This is how we're going to want to do things. And it, it falls in line with a lot of things you'd expect with the Shanahan offense. But here's your, here's your sign. Right here's your affirmation. They're telling us five tight ends and a fullback, just so we all know what to expect on the offensive side of the ball when it's all said and done. Before we go any further, I need you guys to level with me. 
We've all been in these shoes at some point. Unexpected expenses pop up. Uh, maybe you're a little tight on cash. And you can only afford to put a few uh, gallons worth of gas in your tank. You're going to know to save the date for another wedding. If you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses pop up. Now Dave can help get you out of a pinch when you really need it. Hindsight is 2020 and you can't change the past. But what if you could get a little help from future you? Maybe you'd like to borrow a little cash. Now you can with Dave. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. Some more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on bills. You finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups with no interest or credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief that they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch, you need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve member FDIC. Future you will thank you. So that's your 53. I will read through it in its entirety one more time. And then we will set our expectations um, for the Dolphins and what moves they will make from here because it, it's going to continue to, uh, you're going to see some acorns turned over in the process. So uh, Dolphins offensive depth chart. Tua Tungvaloa, Teddy Bridgewater, Skylar Thompson. Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, Miles Gaskin, Savan Ahmed, Alec Ingle. Mike Kosecki, Hunter Long, Durham Smythe, Seathan Carter, Tanner Connor. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, Cedric Wilson, Trent Sherfield, Eric Ezukama, Teron Armstead, Liam Eikenberg, Connor Williams, Robert Hunt, Austin Jackson, Greg Little, Michael Dieter, Robert Jones, Jason Sanders, Thomas Morstead, Blake Ferguson, your three specialists, and then defensively, Raekwon Davis, Christian Wilkins, Zach Sealer, John Jenkins, Melvin Ingram, Emmanuel Agba, Jalen Phillips, Andrew Van Giggle, Trey Flowers, Elandon Roberts, Jerome Baker, Channing Tindall, Duke Riley, Sam Aguavin, Xavier Howard, Nick Needham, Keon Crossan, Cater Kohu, Noah Igbenogany, Javon Holland, Brandon Jones, Eric Rowe, Elijah Campbell, Clayton Fejdalum. Your 53-man initial Miami Dolphins roster for the 2022 season. Um. We've kind of already talked about the expectations at corner. I think it will also be interesting to monitor Andrew Van Ginkle. Uh, this was a player who had a, uh, his appendix removed. And it sounds as though the team feels somewhat optimistic that he will be back without any missed time. But then again, they also signed Trey Flowers. As far as additional names for you guys, I, I, I don't have too much definitive answers because there is so much volume happening right now again it's about 2 30 in the afternoon on tuesday august 30th it's our third show of the week so technically this is the wednesday show uh, i will say this if any prominent transactions happen this afternoon or this evening you will hear from me if not we will wait until the dust settles and we will wait until we have as big and full of a picture as we have in regards to the practice squad before you guys hear from me again tomorrow. Just know this was recorded at two o'clock on Tuesday. Deadline for cuts is four o'clock 
So we might have a chance where you guys hear from me again if another name pops out or if something dramatic changes. The last thing that I want to mention um, is an in-division cut because uh, I had had somebody that had pinged me with, with this and they had asked me, uh, O.J. Howard, former first-round draft selection, cut by the Buffalo Bills. And Howard had been with Tampa Bay. Then he ends up in Buffalo and uh, was cut in favor of, I believe, a couple of UDFAs. Uh, not, not rookie UDFAs, but UDFAs nonetheless. The question was, why was O.J. Howard cut, and would he be a fit for the Dolphins? And I would say... O.J. Howard certainly has the capabilities as an inline blocker to be an impact-type player for the Dolphins, but uh, the feedback that I had gotten from Joe Marino, who, of course, does lock on bills, and I talk to and is my, my dear friend. We talk daily over at the Draft Network. Um, the reviews from his time in Buffalo were not great. said he was outperformed. There was some questions about how well he had picked up the playbook there. So I don't necessarily know that that's a fit. I know anytime a former first-round pick is is out there on the market, and especially a guy who played at Bama, like you, your ears kind of perk up and you say, oh, like would that be a fit for us? It does not sound as though O.J. Howard would be a productive player for the Dolphins to bring in unless they were willing to part ways with not, not even Tanner Connor, but one of the other four, Gusecki, Long, Smythe, or Seathan Carter. Um, but he would very much be that hand-in-the-dirt type of player. I just don't think it's going to happen for Miami, to be honest. But I do want to shout out the four Miami Dolphins rookies who made the active roster with initial cutdowns. Five. One, two, three, four, five. Five. Considering the Dolphins had four draft picks, not bad. And the, some of the ones that missed, including Cameron Good, who was waived, uh, played well in the preseason. Skylar Thompson, Tanner Connor, Eric Ezukama, Channing Tindall, and Cater Cohen. Congratulations to those five NFL rookies for surviving the initial wave of roster cuts and making a Miami Dolphins 53-man roster for the first time. That is going to do it for this episode of Locked on Dolphins. Keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And if you don't hear from me again this afternoon, I'll talk to you tomorrow, but I'm also going to leave the door open in the event that we get more news for Dolphins with additional transactions. Keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. Thanks for listening.